0: Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now, here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to Episode 240, What Percentage Commission Do Realtors Make? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week guys i want to talk to you about commissions it's a very important conversation we're going to have here today remember there's certain laws that we have to follow one of them being the sherman act very 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 important remember also that commissions are based on local areas based on local performances and based on what you offer for services so you can't just think that they're just going to be some sort of standard out there when working as a realtor To talk with a realtor outside your organization is going to be something illegal. If you're talking about commission structures, you're breaking the Sherman Act, it's an antitrust violation. Guys, so keep that in mind today. We're going to generalize. We're going to come up with some balloon numbers. We're going to talk about some things that hypothetically could happen, but ultimately you can charge whatever you want and should charge whatever you want, and each agent is allowed to charge whatever they want based on their own services and based on the contract they have with their clients. Be upfront about it, ask who what you're worth and you can always have it. An exclusive buyer agency agreement is one great way to lock in your commissions. The other great way is an exclusive right to sell agreement. Exclusive buyer agency agreement sets you up with the buyer. Exclusive right to sell sets you up with the seller. When you have a contract for how much you're gonna get paid, you know you're gonna get paid. That's one of the things that we all take for granted in this industry the fact that the listing broker offers what we call cooperating compensation is taken and said all the time, basically illegally, oh, I'm free to you. Nope, we're not free. We just bill the seller side, which is paid for by the seller through cooperating compensation. So nobody's working out there for free. And if they are, I don't understand why they'd possibly do this job for free, because the truth is we're usually being paid for by the seller. That said, the best agents, the smartest agents, the strongest agents are using what we call a exclusive buyer agency agreement here in Massachusetts. What it's going to say is that this buyer is working exclusively with you to buy the home and it ensures you're going to get paid your commission. There's lots of different ways to write this up. You could write as per MLS, meaning you're only going to get paid on MLS listings, what the cooperating compensation is. You could write a retainer, which is an amount of money that it takes in order to get your services started. You could choose, is that retainer to be applied towards your closing credits, or is it just a separate cost for having worked with you? Your commission, how much is it? What percent are you charging them in commission, or what dollar value are you charging them in commission? Is it going to be on top of what the seller is already offering, or is it up and to and from? what the seller's already offering notice here guys that there are no rules or I shouldn't say no rules but there are very limited rules and mostly there's guidance from your brokerage of what you're going to do but oftentimes agents leave a lot on the table by not having a contract say for instance if a listing is up and maybe in your area it's normally six percent that you see everywhere So you're saying to yourself, okay, the sellers got charged 6%, the buyer agent cooperating compensation is 3%, and then you realize it's only 2%. Well, you go there, you work hard for your buyers, you get everything, and then as a closing approaches, you notice, oh my God, I'm only getting paid 2%. If you had had an exclusive buyer agency agreement, and you had 3% listed, your buyer would be coming with the additional 1%. That's why it's so crucial for you to understand how much you're getting paid on every deal and for you to understand the value of that exclusive buyer agency agreement, because at the end of the day, whatever you believe your value is, you need to charge accordingly. Often agents are just relying on whatever the cooperating compensation is. But what's happening now in the industry, as we work our way forward and more and more agents have been lying about the idea of, okay, yeah, we're free. Well, we weren't ever free. Now the courts are starting to say, this could be confusing. Maybe we should make buyers pay the commission for themselves. Instead of having a cooperating compensation, let's make buyers come up with the money. Well, halt, 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 guys, right? Most of our buyers are struggling to come up with the 3.5% down, the closing costs, different things like that. Now we're going to have them come up with another XYZ percentage in order to engage with a buyer's agent. Now, it doesn't matter where you are, you can see whether your local market bears 3%, your local market bears 5%, your local market bears 6%. Doesn't matter where you are, that cooperating compensation or that buyer agency commission has to be affordable and has to be something agreed upon before getting into the contract. Guys, you have to be clear with your consumers and understand. Nothing is standard, nothing is just regular. There's always gonna be changes, but when you talk to your buyers about what you're charging, your commission percentages should be much more similar. Now let's get into some of the other factors. Another factor, what does your brokerage take for their percentage out of your commission? Is it a 50-50 split? Is it a 70-30 split? Is it a 90-10 split? Is it a 100% split with fees? This is something that when you're talking about the percentage commission that you make, you need to have an understanding of how much of it do you keep? Because it's okay to say, I take 100%, but then if you pay a $650 marketing fee, $100 to the local errors and omissions insurance, another $50 for an in-house transaction fee, you suddenly realize, again, what percentage commissions am I keeping? One of the things I suggest is when you get involved with a brokerage, you talk up front and understand their commission structure. Very important to understand how you earn your money and how you keep that money you earned. That way there you have a better understanding and a better relationship and you don't feel like someone's stealing your money because there's nothing worse, whether it be the brokerage or the agent, having a paycheck come out and having questions and wondering if it's the right amount of money makes everyone involved feel bad rather than celebrating together the fact that it was a successful transaction and that everyone should be happy and have helped one another obtain that amazing closing and that the commission is the win it's the end so to have any questions at the end because we think things are being unfair really really tough so keep that in mind Guys, I hope this helps you better understand that commissions aren't something we can just put a certain percentage on, but as you build your business, before you get started, you talk with a brokerage, you understand, you get into using the exclusive right to sell or the exclusive buyer agency agreement, so that way there you can set the precedent for what you want to be paid as an agent based on what you think the local market and your clients can bear, as well as what type of services you are offering. That way you can maximize your value as a realtor and bill accordingly to what your clients are receiving for services. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button, and I look forward to talking to you next week.